0: Let's talk about how, you know, we're substituting. In some cases, a lot of us think of our dogs as our kids. I don't want to throw myself into that category because I still am pretty rational about where my dog falls in my, you know, in my family. However, my husband, not so rational. I'm sure that he thinks of uh, our dog as the fur baby, a little more attached than us, than I am. But a lot of people are very attached to their dogs. And so when I saw this story about this sweet little puppy losing its life in a park in Leaside last week... I thought, oh well, this is horrible. Um, and it was just like an eight-week-old puppy. Uh, then I found out that the uh, the woman who owns the puppy and whose daughter was attacked by another dog—that's the dog died in this park by another dog killed it—is uh, saying, "Look, I don't want Animal Service to put the uh, dog down." Now I thought that that's incredible. A lot of people would not be. Um, that thoughtful as uh you know towards the dog that did the attacking but we're joined now by uh lana Novakova no i think i had your pronunciation of your last name perfect uh, before i went to introduce you lana please tell me your last name
1: hi yeah it's lana Novikova.
0: It's Novikova. welcome yeah. to the show um so describe what happened wednesday evening at serena uh gundy park
1: uh, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, we picked my boyfriend, Dennis, and I picked, our, uh, picked my daughter from school, and uh, we had our puppy with us, and she's uh, before second immunization, so we couldn't uh, she, hold her all the time and walk around, so she sees outside. And our five-year-old cook, uh, uh, Cooper was with us. He's 25 pounds. And then we just went through our usual park, Serena Gandhi, on the trail side, and on the trail side, there's uh, a lot of uh, off-leash dogs and there's a uh, bike. So that's where Cooper used to playing ball. And uh, so the puppy is in the hands of a 12-year-old girl. The dog is chasing the ball. And uh, as we come to the opening on the grass, we were hoping there wouldn't be anyone in the park. It was about 730 p.m., and we hope we can just, you know, stay on the grass for, for a little while. We we noticed a couple with a big white dog, and uh, a woman was standing right at the entrance to the grass, and the man was sitting next to this big white dog. And as we come closer, a few feet away, the man started yelling at me and accusing me of dog being off leash, and I apologized. I said, I ple- just told him that Cooper is absolutely friendly. He's very timid. And was his pulling. dog on the leash at the time, the big white one? No. Okay. Uh, not, I'm sorry, not that I know. Okay. He was sitting there down with a dog and holding the dog. Mm. I didn't see any chance. I didn't have a chance to see if it was off leash, on leash. But right after, right after I was accused that my dog was off leash, and I assured him that my uh, dog will never hurt his dog, mm-hmm. and Cooper was approaching very happy.
0: And this uh, is a five year old cockapoo. So it's a tiny, it's kind of like a purse dog, right? 25.
1: It's 25 pounds. Okay, you know, tiny. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's tiny, but you know, it's quite heavy if you pick him up sure and i try it later so uh the dog the white big dog just went off charging into my dog by that time he was off leash and it was actually prone collar collar that was in the hands of the owner of the dog he stood up and he started aggressively yelling at me saying that it's my fault to be off leash while his dog is attacking and trying to kill cooper oh my gosh uh, uh, i know it's it's a pure predatorial behavior and and it didn't make sense to me how come, you know, your dog is hurting mine and you're not trying to stop him and you're accusing me. He even said that he will call, you know, police or whatever services. And I said, well, uh, that's wrong. You, I'm going to call police right now and pull your dog away from mine. And I jumped. Uh, I'm not afraid of dogs. Mm. I up with big dogs. So I jumped on his dog, hoping that I can protect Cooper and maybe he will lash at me and I can deal with it better. Because Cooper is very, very timid, and then I pulled him many times. I was on the ground tackling his white dog.
0: What you were on the ground tackling the dog? How big was his dog? He's pretty big. I'm not sure if like how many uh, pounds would you put him at?
1: It's uh, they they say that the breed is uh, American Bulldog. Mm-hmm. So I'd say it's over seventy pounds. Wow.
0: It's it's huge. That's very brave yes. of you.
1: It's well. Uh, it is, but he was about to kill cooper okay and and that's you know I'm a mother, and like you said, your husband believes that you know we are we kind of you know we think our dogs are babies, and he's in my care, and I need to protect him. Plus I know how to deal with dogs. I wouldn't have done that if I didn't know dogs very mm. well. And right away when I was gra- grabbing him, I actually fell and have a bruise on my face. Uh he didn't bite me at all. He didn't try to bite me. He had many chances to hurt me and he didn't and that made me feel more brave, but he was biting into my dog many times and the and and I asked the owner many times to either him on the collar or give me the collar so I can leash him. Mm. I, could, I could have done it. I've, I've been trained to do that. And then uh, and he wouldn't do it. He just looked and stared at us as I was fighting. And then I, when I was checking Cooper for injuries, he, he was screaming wildly. I haven't noticed how the big dog just jumped onto my daughter. And uh, my boyfriend, Dennis, was protecting her at that moment. And she was trying to protect the puppy with her arm. But he, he was going not for how he was going for the puppy. And then after a fight, he grabbed the puppy and uh, put the puppy on the ground, shook the puppy a few times, and by that time, the puppy was gone. And, and the so puppy daughter, was
0: only eight weeks old, and it left your daughter with a, a deep gash. She had to have five stitches on her arm.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah, it was open wound. She didn't cry. She didn't, uh, she didn't feel the pain, actually, in that shock. She was yeah. just watching her dog. The puppy had been killed in front. Of her, And I was on the ground, so I was kind of looking at all that from the point, like from a dog perspective, because <laughs> you know, trying to keep grabbing him. Because, you know, now that he killed my puppy, he would go for my bigger dog again. So trying to resuscitate the puppy didn't help, you know, it didn't mm. help. And, uh, yeah, so at the end, I just yelled at the dog on top of my lungs, and he just stood there, looked at me, and just then his owners walked away without putting any collar on him, and he just followed them. So one the one dog
0: went away without a leash or collar?
1: Absolutely, yeah. He would just followed his uh, owner by that time. they, uh, yeah, The girl, uh, it was a man and a, and a woman, young couple, and uh, she was running around. She was trying to restrain the dog, but she tried to do it without the collar, and he was very muscular and you know when you grab the dog he just gets away from you.
0: According to uh, the Toronto police they have arrested the dog's owner on Friday night they didn't say whether the arrest was related to the incident or not. Um, The dog is now in 10-day quarantine. It's with animal services and charges will be laid under the Dog's Owners Liability Act and the fines then will be determined by the court. One of the possible outcomes would be to put the dog down. Now, your story is just a horribly tragic story, uh, but the real reason I wanted you on the air is because you're arguing that you don't want this dog put down. I mean, hearing that story and you saying that, you know, you were noticed he was exhibiting predatory behavior, I I have to wonder, as well as the rest of the listening audience why you don't want the dog put down.
1: Uh, well, uh, not that only I don't want the dog to put down, I don't want the dog to be responsible for his master's actions, And uh, I don't want, I don't, uh, but I don't want a dog to be released to the owner or to be released in the community. I found a solution, and it might. I hope it's possible. There's a sanctuary, a dog rehabilitation center, 50 or 100 acres in King City, and they take dogs like that, and they either keep the dogs there forever or they rehabilitate the dogs. And then give them up for adoption, so this dog might be staying there forever if he gets there, but uh, he I don't believe he deserves to die and actually I, I I didn't think that way until I talked to my daughter so we we, we were taken by ambulance to the uh, to the um, uh, Toronto East uh, York Hospital, and she asked me the first question why well she was you know her wound was bleeding and I mean she must be experiencing a lot of pain, but uh, she's very brave child she looks at me and said mom i i have to ask you tough questions okay well what, i don't worry about me i don't worry yeah the puppy died we can't save her but does the dog have to die now and i said what do you think shouldn't he be taken off the streets She said i believe he doesn't deserve to die i believe he deserves professional care and rehabilitation and it hit me like so hard and i promised her to try to try to find a solution and then uh, was it two days ago we took cooper to the vet and then i talked to the vet and she said yes i i heard of the center that could be a solution for a dog
0: what do you say to people that think you know your daughter's arm has been bitten and so you know this dog it's a question of safety of others and you know even a sanctuary is not going to help this dog what do you say to that
1: um well it depends on the sanctuary i don't know i haven't been there If they have a good record of taking dangerous dogs, they're they're all in, uh, they're not in cage, but they are uh, uh, fenced, right? So imagine uh, a place for dogs like that, aggressive dogs like that, being uh, with uh, experts who can deal with aggressive dogs like that. I believe, absolutely believe that this dog shouldn't be in the parks.
0: Right. You want it out of the city.
1: Absolutely. I want it out of the city or any place that is not professionally uh, designed do and you build for...
0: Do you things. want charges to be laid under the dog's uh, liability, the Owner's Liability Act? Do you want to see a fine levied on that owner? Absolutely, yeah.
1: I think the owner... I mean, the owner was a scary person just watching all that happening and not doing anything about it and walking away from a crime scene and not taking any responsibility whatsoever. I think in, in
0: this case the owner is more scary than the dog. Potentially, Lana, you are some kind of lady because, and so is your daughter. Because I think a lot of people that would, you know, had one of their dogs killed by this dog and another one attacked, uh, would uh, think that you know what. In this case, that dog is uh, beyond help, and you are you know going above and beyond and saying, well, you know what, I, I think uh, you know we can't hold this dog accountable for having a bad owner. I really appreciate your time today on the show. Thank you.
1: Thank you. And, and uh, just once again, I want to clarify that if uh, I'm against putting the dog back into our parks and yes. to the homes of non-professionals, but if there's any solution for rehabilitation or keeping the dog away and uh, dealing with the dog, I mean, he's not, he's not aggressive towards humans. He didn't try to bite me once, and he had many chances to kill me. He didn't. Do you have and, say in this within the, uh, the courts? Do you know? I, I hope I will. If I, I, think the best way is actually finding solution that will work for everybody.
0: I really well, appreciate I'm, your time, Lena. I'm finding solution.
1: Yeah, thank you.